Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Hello, friends. Welcome to Wednesday night. Another good day. Another time to be rejoicing in the Lord. I guess many of you have known by now that we've lost a dear friend. I shouldn't say lost. <laughs> we'll see her again. Betty Ashley passed away and, and uh, has gone to heaven. Aren't you glad that we have God as our, as our uh, Lord and Savior and we have heaven as our final destination? But tonight I want to talk to you about living in his presence here. When we get to heaven, we're going to be in his presence at all times. But, you know, we can live in his presence now. It's important to know that that. So it's important that we know we can have close encounters with our God. Amen? Amen. But you have to be hungry for it. You know, the Bible talks about we live in perilous times, and we certainly do. If you read Matthew 24, it talks about in the end times, there many would be deceived and many things would be happening. We're seeing all that today. But how many of you know uh, Daniel, in the book of Daniel, it says, the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. No fear. We're to be strong in this day and this hour. But we can't do that unless we live in the presence of Almighty God. You know, we, we know God's everywhere, but he doesn't manifest himself to everybody. That word exploits means full use of and derived benefit from a resource. Who's our source? Our source is the Heavenly Father. Amen? And so God wants us to show ourselves strong in his behalf, but he also, we also call upon him to be strong in us. Amen? A plan and purpose. We know these things. You've heard it many, many times. God has a plan and purpose for each one of us. But we must know him what? Intimately. Not just casually. Not just once in a while. Not just religiously. But we need to know him in a way that involves detailed knowledge. Also involved in a way of a close relationship and also a private and personal way. That's the way God wants us to know each one of each one of us to know him. Amen. Living in his presence. How many of you know it's important to live in his presence? If you love somebody, you want to be around them. And he tells us to love his uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul and mind and your neighbor as yourself. But what what's it mean when you love God with all your heart? You certainly want to live where be where he's at and have him be where you're at and it says in matthew 5 6 it says blessed are those that are hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled hunger for what hunger for his presence hunger for his presence hunger for him being a part of your life at all times i mean he's he's everywhere in the world but he's only manifests himself to those that diligently seek him in the amplified bible in part of that it says bless joyful, nourished by God's goodness, those who actually seek right standing with him. In other words, we're to seek him. Amen? Amen. In, in 1 Corinthians 1.30, it's, he is wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption for all of us. But we must develop a, a divine hunger, a divine hunger for God. Divine hunger cannot be satisfied with either what the world offers or religion. So we need to be pursuing him. God is pursuing us and inviting us. How I many of you know he's constantly inviting us to draw near to him? You know the scripture over in James. 
It says, James 4, 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He'll draw near to us. Draw ever so close, right next to him. How many of you know it's important <laughs> to be a part of what he's doing on the earth, but it's more important to be a part of his, that relationship with him. Then when we have that relationship with him, we can go and, and do mighty things in his name. The creator of all the universe, the earth and all its inhabitants, inhabitants is inviting us to be a part of his life, to come into his presence. Paul's passion, we know this story about Paul. Paul was such a passionate person. He sought the Lord at all times. He was so passionate, but we hear about his passion and his hunger over in Philippians chapter 3. You all know these scriptures. I'm not telling you anything new, but I, I personally like this passage of, of scripture very much. And it talks about what Paul is talking about, all the things he had done, all the places, how he was uh, raised in a way of Jewish tradition, and he was uh, a, a rising star in Judaism. And yet he said, I counted all things lost for the excellence of uh, 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 for the knowledge of the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I might gain Christ. He goes on to say, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness, which is from God by faith. Now he says that I might know him. Paul, I thought you knew him. I thought you knew all about. No, Paul's saying I want to really know him. I want to know him even more than what I know him now. I pray that that would be your desire, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. In verse 12, it says that, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on. How many of you know we need to do that? Listen, just because you got born again 20, 25, 30 years, 40 years ago, doesn't mean we stop. We don't stop there. We, there's so much more about God that will uh, it be eons and eons of time, if we count it that way, in heaven, that will continually be uh, revealed new things about him. And we want to know that. And Paul says, I want to know that now. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you in a greater way. But he says, on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has already laid hold of me. Then he goes on to say this, Brethren, I do not count myself uh, to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. Forgetting the things that lie behind. How many of you know that we can get caught up in the things that are behind, whether good or bad, and get caught in that life? I knew some friends of mine uh, from years ago, and they never could get they never could get out of the '60s. If you know what I mean, they lived constantly in the '60s. We got to move on. We got to move on with God. Some people do that with God. They never get past the first revelation they have. They get saved, they, and they go and they get saved again and get saved again. There are denominations that pretty much teach that every week. But listen, we got to move on. Paul said, I want to know him. And he says, I press towards the gold for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That was Paul's passion. He says, I hunger for your presence, Lord. I hunger for your presence. I thirst for your presence. He goes on to say, I want to know you and be known by you. 
Isn't that your desire tonight? Isn't that your desire that you would, you would know him and he would know you, that you would have this intimate relationship with him? It's, it, it, I can't describe it. I, I've known a little bit of that. I don't know enough of that. But my desire is to know him more. Amen? Pursuing his presence is what we're talking about tonight. Paul wants all believers to know God. And in his passionate prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, beginning in verse 17 in the Amplified Bible, it says this, For I always pray to God of our Father, the Lord Jesus, of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you. He's speaking to spirit-filled Christians now, my friends. He's speaking to people that have been born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, but he's saying to them that he grants you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And in the Amplified, it, it says insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Paul wants us to know him, uh, God. He wanted to know God in an intimate way, in a greater way, even though he had done so many things for the, the kingdom. He wanted to know him even more. But he said, I want, I want believers to know that. I want this group of Philippi to know him in a great and mighty way. He wanted him to, them to know his, the presence of Almighty God. Now, the pursuit of his presence begins with desire and not intentions. Intentions is a determination to act a certain way. Desire is the path that a person will take no matter how good their intentions may be. And the proof of desire is in pursuit, my friends. What are you pursuing tonight? Listen, let's go further with God. We're living in a fallen, crazy world today. And, we, and, and, and God is looking for us to stand for, up for him in the midst of all this. Well, we can't do it without his presence. Over A.W. Tozer says this in, in his book, the, uh, the, Pursuit of, the Pursuit of God. Come near to the holy men and women of the past, and you will soon feel the heat of their desire after God. They mourned for, they prayed for, and wrestled and sought for him day and night. Sounds like what uh, Joshua says. <laughs> Meditate the word day and night. Seek after his presence day and night. In season and out. And when they found him, the finding was all the sweeter for the long seeking. Are you seeking God tonight? Are you seeking him and his presence? Say, God, be, fill my heart with your presence. Fill my life with your presence. It isn't just enough to know scripture, my friends. It's, you need to know the one that ordained the scripture. You need to know the word, and the word became flesh. We know the word of God was Jesus himself. Amen? Amen. Over in Exodus 33, we read the story of Moses. And God's telling Moses to take the people and go on down the road, basically. And, and Moses says these words in Exodus 33, 15. If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. From here, what's he mean by here? The place of hardship, the land of discomfort, void of pleasure. Listen, I'd rather be right in the midst of what, where God is, wants me, and his presence, regardless of what's going on around me. This is where we live today. There's a lot of things going on in the world today, and we should be like Moses. We don't want to move on without you. We don't want to go somewhere without you, without your presence in our life. So tonight I would ask you, what is your desire? Is it promises or is it presence? If you have the presence of God, you'll have the promises come to pass. 
in your life. So we would seek those things tonight, his presence. And I go on to talk about uh, and, and, and Psalm 89.15 in an, a new international version. It says this, blessed are those who have learned to acclaim you, who walk in the light of your presence, O Lord. Blessed, blessed when you walk in the light of his presence. Hebrews 11.6, you know this scripture. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What's the reward? Is it the reward that you'll be just have blessings and, you'll, and, and promises that will be kept and all those? No, the real reward is to know him and the power of his resurrection, as Paul talked about, to have that intimate presence in your life, to sense his very presence, the manifest presence. Over in Psalm 28, 27, verse 8 in the Amplified, uh, David says this, or the psalmist says this, when you said... Seek my face in prayer required my presence as your greatest need. My heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I will seek on the authority of your word. Require my presence as your greatest need. Do we require his presence as our greatest need? Or are we just looking for his hand of the blessings? Goes on back in verse 4 of that same passage. It says one thing. I have asked or desired of the Lord, and that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence all the days of my life. One thing. Can you say one thing tonight? Can you be like the psalmist and say one thing? One thing I want. I want to dwell in your presence. I want to sense your presence. I want to know wherever I go, whether it's here or in, in somewhere else, in, in wherever I'm at. It may be in prison somewhere. It may be in trouble somewhere. Your presence is what I'm desiring. In Proverbs 8, 17, it says, I have love for those who love me, and those that seek me diligently will find me. Pursuing God. Jeremiah 29, 13. And you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. It's really about heart issues to finding the presence of God. Pursuit of his, his presence begins with desire and not intentions. Amen? Amen. The pursuit of God is all with, when you desire him with all your heart. Suggests an eagerness that borders on desperation. Are you desperate for the presence of God? He's, he guarantee you he'll show up because when it said, draw near to me, he gives us the opportunity to do that. He gives us the choice to do that. Draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. That word search in the Hebrew means uh, darash, following after a close pursuit of a desired object, following hard after something, amen? Ushering in the very presence of God, amen? Over in Psalm 27, verse 3, it said, God inhabits the praises of his people. How, that's what we do by ushering in. That's why we like to praise God. That, lift up the praises of God. It brings in and ushers in the very presence of God. We also know that it'll drive back the, the enemy. <laughs> Amen. It's hard to think on other things except for what the goodness of God when we begin to praise him. And true praise brings God's personally on the scene. Amen. Second Chronicles in, in verse uh, chapter 5 13 and 14, they're bringing the Ark of the Covenant into the temple. Now, 
And as they're bringing it in, the priests and the trumpeters and the singers began to praise in one accord with uh, cymbals and in instruments of all kinds of music and praise. And when they begin to say, sing, for the Lord is, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. The place was filled with his glory and where they couldn't even stand. When you begin to praise God and you begin to magnify God, when you begin to glorify God, you begin to sense his presence. Tonight, I would encourage you, put on, get some praise music. Get something that, that touches your heart and touches the heart of God. And you'll sense his very presence. Sometimes we, we go to church, isn't it? Uh, I, I think I'm thankful that we can come to church even for a short time now. But you know what? A few praise songs and a, and a, and a 35, 40 minute message won't hold you, won't keep you going. But I guarantee if you put those words in, his, in your mouth on a continual basis, <laughs> in a continual basis, you'll begin to sense the presence of God. As you begin to put praise on in your car or in your, in your home or wherever you're at and begin to worship God and begin to uh, magnify him. I think about somebody like a Smith Wigglesworth who did mighty exploits, did mighty things, even as has been told to raise as many as 17 people from the dead. But you know what? That man would not let any other publication come into his home except the Bible a newspaper, anything. He stayed away from that, but he was also a praiser. He got up in the morning and he began to praise God right immediately, began to dance before the Lord, began to give him worship. Well, that's not my type, uh, Mike. That's not, I, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. We're not doing that for the world to know. We're not doing that for somebody else's sake. Listen, we're inviting God into our life every day when we do that. When we begin to magnify him and glorify him, we have such a great opportunity. He's given us such great uh, things as the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We can begin to praise him in the spirit and praise him. Paul said, I praise him with the with my natural tongue, and I praise him in the spirit with the, the tongues of, of, of angels. Amen? So we can begin to praise him and worship him and magnify him at all times, but it helps if you put some praise music on. I'm not talking about music that doesn't usher in his presence. I'm talking about things that magnify him and glorify him and bring him praise and thanksgiving for those things that he has done and who he is. Amen? Not only for what he's done, but who he is. So you begin to do that. You begin to usher in the praises of God. They did that over in 2 Chronicles when they brought that ark into the temple. They began to worship God in such a way that the very glory of God filled the house. Wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be wonderful? Wouldn't it be exciting to be in a service where the presence of God just comes in and touches the hearts of every person in the service? But we have opportunity. He's waiting for us. Amen. We should be waiting, uh, getting in his presence. Here's what Hebrews 13, 15 says. I offer the sacrifice to praise continually. The fruit of our lips, or my lips, give thanks to his name. Are you doing that tonight? Are you glorifying God? Are you lifting up the praises of God? He inhabits the praises of his people. He's looking for us, my friends. He's, he's seeking us on a continual basis to get into his presence. It's in his presence where we should live. Our pursuit of God is successful. Listen to this. This is what Tozer wrote. 
our pursuit of God is successful because he's forever seeking to manifest himself to us. He wants us to come into his presence. He's not hiding his presence, but he's offering it to us as a choice that we have to make. We can't do it uh, just by going to church. We can't do it by just maybe reading the, the Bible a little bit and say, well, I've done my duty. No, Paul was saying, he would have said that. He could have said, well, I've done all these great things for God. Now, all I need to do is just kind of coast in the rest until I go to heaven. No, he's saying, I want to know him. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. Do you want to know him tonight? You want to know him intimately? Why do some people find it uh, God in such a way that others don't? How do some people uh, seem God manifests them, seem to manifest himself in a way and others just kind of struggle along? Well, the will of God is the same for all. How many of you know he's an equal opportunity God? He's no respecter of persons that the Bible says. He has no favorites. The difference always, always, always lies with us. Tonight, I would say, let's pursue God. Let's pursue his presence, not just his hand. Let's begin to walk in his presence. When we walk in his presence, we'll be strong and mighty and do exploits. That would be my call for you tonight. Begin to cry out tonight. Just, just wherever you're at right tonight, just raise your hand and say, Lord, I just praise you and magnify you. Thank you right now for your presence in my life. Thank you that you're going to manifest your presence in my life, that I'll sense your presence wherever I go, wherever I do. The fruit of my lips giving thanks to a wonderful God. I glorify your name tonight. I thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your kindness towards me. I thank you that my desire, God, is, is your desire too, that we would be together and intimately have relationship. My desire tonight is like Paul, that I might know you and the power of your resurrection. Lord, I want to know you. Begin to pray that tonight. Begin to ask him then tonight. Don't say, I can't know him. No, say, I can know him. I have opportunity to know him, but I have to do something. I have to pursue him. I have to pursue his presence. God is a God that's so generous and loving and kind and merciful that he's always ready to give his best to us. If we give his, our best to him, amen, what's our best? Pursuing his presence pursuing him in a way that will bring him into our life. When you do that, listen, my friends, it's easy to serve him. It's easy to love him. It's easy to be obedient to him when you know his presence is right here, when you sense his presence. When It's easy to fall away when we've gotten out of his presence, when we've gotten away from him and trying to do things on our own. In, in ourself, we can do nothing, but with him, we can do all things. So, it's his presence that we want and desire. So let's, let's just do that tonight. I want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice, everyone watching this video tonight. I pray, Lord, for myself and I pray for them that your presence would fill our hearts so much that, we would, <laughs> that would, there would be such a, a move of your spirit in our lives that we just can't contain it, that we just have to, it would spill out of us like rivers of living water that we just flow with the Spirit of God, doing the will of God here on the earth today. And we will <laughs> you will manifest yourself to us, and we'll see you in a different, different way. We thank you so much for what you do in our lives now, but we expect more. We look forward to more things in, in the future. 
Help us to keep focused on the things that you would have us to do. Keep focused on the word of God. Keep focused on the things that, that you have planned for us in Jesus' name. That our life might be make a difference. We might be make a difference in the lives of others because of the presence of God in our own life. And we just give you all the praise for that in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I, I'm so thankful that uh, you know the Lord. If you don't, be a good time to call out to him, get your life right with him, and, and be saved, and then begin to walk in his presence. We'll see you next time, and we just love you all. Thank you for being here tonight. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.